You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, Pat's here, minus Pat. Uh, you know, we still have Keith, I, I guess. And you still have uh, the Blaze. Uh, you still have the network. But uh, Pat, I talked to Pat last night and he was like, one more day. Uh, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't turn him down. He sounded bad. So say a little prayer for him. He'll get better, but he should be back tomorrow. He actually did sound a little bit better. Um, so he'll probably be back tomorrow. Whatever plague he has, I want him to stay away mm-hmm. as long as he has mm-hmm. it. So that's fine. Uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and uh, listening to the network and listening to the broadcast uh, at Pat Unleashed. You can tweet us at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at Hangry Keith. You can hashtag it. Put that in your pipe. So um, just so you're clear, and I don't know if you know this or not, but George H.W. Bush died a few days ago. And uh, the ongoing uh, the ongoing ceremony is still going on. Uh, he's in the yesterday ceremony between leaving Houston and going to D.C. And now he's going to we'll have tomorrow is the big he flies in state now. Big days tomorrow. And then uh, and then he comes back and he'll be buried at, in A&M. So George H.W. Bush. Dead at the age of 94. I couldn't I mean, it was good to see I, they even Neil even showed up for the funeral. Yesterday, and he, they don't usually let him come out. Uh, he's supposed to be in hiding. They, they let they let George come out. George is a uh, you know former president and governor. They let him come out. They let Jeb come out. Uh, Jeb didn't make it to Texas though. Jeb met him in D.C. Hmm. Didn't, he didn't want to travel with him on uh, Air Force One. Uh, maybe a little jealous. And uh, it looked like uh, W was uh, happy to get back on Air Force One too. It was just, I know that he was there for his dad's funeral and everything, but the walk up the stairway, the turn in the wave. Uh-huh. And when he came back, when he came back, when he came down in DC, gave the snap salute uh-huh. to the guys at the bottom and everything, it was, it was like, ah, I remember this. <laughs> and uh, Jeb met him in DC. He did not come to Texas and then fly with them to DC. Hmm. So he either didn't want to make the flight from Florida to Texas and then Texas to DC, which I really kind of don't blame him. And, uh, but they, they drag out Neil. They usually keep that. Like I said, after, after the savings and loan debacle years ago with Neil, they just keep him in hiding. Let's go ahead. And, yeah, that's Neil. He's, he's the other son. He's over there. But, uh, the big, big to do uh, tomorrow for uh, George HW. So he'll be lying in state until then. Um, also, um, you just as a side note, mm-hmm. your title yeah. To this broadcast is what like uh, executive producer. Yeah, that's right. That works. Mm-hmm. Is that your title? Yeah, I just want to be clear. Right. I don't know. I don't, know I don't have a business title. Card. So, uh, so where where are you going with this, man? I'm just going. I believe today is National Cookie Day, and uh, uh, my understanding is is that what executive producers do for broadcast shows. is they provide the host of the show, Pat Gray, <laughs> with cookies on National Cookie Day. You can, you know, you can try to use that out all you want. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't need any cookies, though. That's yes. a good argument, and thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate I'm it. Out for I, you, man. I, I appreciate it mm-hmm. very much because you're right, and it's uh, it's clear. 
It's clear that I don't. In fact, if you look, if you follow me on Instagram at Jeff Fisher Radio, saw my wife was making cookies. Oh, goody. Where and, are they? And my wife was making some cookies because she was taking them someplace else. And they are where? And someplace else. Well, you need to and, call her. Uh, but there was one. Uh, call her uh, right now. <laughs> don't think I won't. Uh, Kirk, call her uh, right now. One eight eight eight. Gosh. Uh, there was one cookie there that if you follow me on Instagram uh, at Jeff Fisher Radio, you'll see it. It looks like the scary, screamy face of a cookie. And I thought, oh, no, even the cookies are angry at me now. I, can't, I know. I feel bad. So uh, you're right. I don't need any more cookies. Thanks for the, you know, the fat. It wasn't, I know it wasn't a fat joke, but it was something to do with fat. It I wasn't a it. fat joke. No, yeah, no, no. It's I mean, fine. I mean, was it, it, you didn't see it coming, but it was there. Yes. <laughs> okay. Come on. So, um, look, we have um, we have a big news. Also, uh, the CDC has uh, told us that uh, we need to be a little bit concerned over these uh, Asian ticks that are coming here to the U.S. Uh, they are now uh, everywhere. And if I could uh, get the story to open up on my uh, screen, I would tell you about it because I wanted to tie it in too. I don't know where these ticks are coming from. I know they're called the Asia. Asian ticks. Asia. Yeah, they're called the Asian mm-hmm. ticks. But uh, sometimes they don't necessarily come from Asia. Um, yeah, so I see this. Uh, did you get it open over there or no? No. So oh. that's fine. Oh, and they're in nine states right now. Yeah, and, and, they're, on, and they're spreading like wildfire. Yeah, basically, really if you just imagine a swath from Arkansas to New York, that's where they're at. Yeah, and they're spreading. And they're not good for, uh, uh, they're not good for animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not good for uh, people. Uh, and be on the lookout when you're outside for them. Uh, when you come when you come inside from outside, uh, and which is normally what you would do, then uh, you check for ticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you ever come inside from inside? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess you know. Guess it's possible. On, you know, it is possible to come inside from inside, <laughs> but know. usually you come inside from outside. Well, so the, you know what makes me think of the Asian beetle, Asian longhorn uh, tick, uh, uh, is that. They're coming into this country, and we don't want them. <laughs> right? We don't want them. I smell a parallel. We don't want them. Mm-hmm. And now I've got all these stories about the caravan and people coming into this country. Uh, we don't really want them. And I know that we're supposed to, you know, we want the we want the good ones. We want you to come in legal. We do. I get it. But why do we always have to clarify that? Um, of course we want that. Of course we do. And now we're supposed to just accept the fact that we are hateful people if we want them to come into this country legally. Um, The University of California, Berkeley, however, uh, their student government has resolved to financially support the Honduran migrant caravan. Mm. They had a big four-hour-long meeting uh, during which uh, they were told uh, voting against funding would be violent. Whoa. Well, yeah, I know threatened, threatened if you vote against it. The resolution passed, big surprise. Uh, it was presented by the Associated Students of the University of California, and I love them. Among other initiatives, the bill titled uh, In Support of Central American Refugees in Their Pursuit of Asylum. Now, they care so much, they've allocated $1,500 to be donated to the not- <laughs> I mean, you'd think they'd be able to come up with a little bit more than $1,500. Uh-huh. Well, I, like, I mean, University of California, Berkeley. I know that, uh, you yeah. know, I, I realize that college is costing a little bit more money these no, days. No. But you think these kids would be able to come up with a little bit more than 1500 bucks? They're not getting rid of their beer money, man. They're, they're just they're pulling together what they can. 
Jeez. Now, the bill specifically referenced the Honduran migrant caravan, uh, acknowledging that uh, while some have gradually arrived to the U.S.-Mexico border, thousands are still en route and should arrive the next week or two. Great. Great. And calling on the student government to be in solidarity with these individuals. Yeah, that's what we want. We want you to be in solidarity with these individuals. How about um, turn around? Uh, how about uh, go home? But uh, the document also details the plight of the Honduran citizens and blames the state of Honduras on the United States. Of course, it's because of the greed of the United States of America, the hateful United States. Okay, so let's go with that. Let's go that it's uh, the United States that uh, hurts your country and um, you love your country and you want the United States out of your country. If you want the United States out of your country, why are you coming to the United States? Uh, fight. Go ahead. Fight. Do what you want. St- get us out of your country. Make your country better. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, would you like a fun fact about the Asian longhorn tick? I would. Well, see, uh, it's, it's somewhat unusual in that a single female tick can reproduce up to 2,000 eggs without mating. Nice. And hundreds yeah. to thousands of ticks can be found on a single person or animal. I remember something else I, I read about the... The Asian longhorn tick. Ugh, right? Gross. Uh, they can go without a year without feeding them. They live. You, they, they don't. Are, they don't. They don't eat. They don't feed them. Oh, they're still alive for a year, at see, least a year. This is this is a female that doesn't need a guy at all. No doubt about it. I mean, think about this. She can reproduce without mating. She doesn't she can go a doesn't year need, without go at least a year without, without eating food. Wow. That's going to be a problem getting uh, this uh, creature to go it's away. It's going to be a big problem. Asian longhorn tick. I'll tweet out this story so you can see the fun facts for yourself and Hangry Keith. I mean, they and they they live off uh, a lot of cattle. They've killed the, the young calves. And the oh. uh, when they get on uh, other producing cattle that are producing milk, they can, uh, can cut down the milk production by about 25%. I mean, they're... Where'd they come from? <laughs> Hell? Yes, yes. <laughs> Literally, they're, they're a portal to hell actually, open up. Their original name was the Hell, hell Tick. <laughs> Longhorn Tick, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. So you, Rutgers University, yeah. more on uh, immigration, okay. because it's one of my favorite topics. Uh, I'd like, if there's <laughs> more it? fun facts on the Asian ticks, oh, okay. keep them coming. All but, right, uh, In between the immigration story, because, uh-huh. listen, immigration, we've already got other uh, little things, uh, problems. Uh, sicknesses in the United States that a lot of people are claiming are because of um, the people that we've let into the country from uh, other countries without having them uh, being, um, what's the word? Oh, checked. Uh, so the Asian longhorn tick no. killer. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's part of that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's possible. Uh, more on immigration. Uh, Rutgers University professors, uh, they're upset. And they're upset because... Uh, uh, they they got so mad they they wrote their school president a strongly worded letter, uh, and they said, uh, "Hey, police arrested a suspected illegal alien for driving under the influence, and then allowed Immigration and Customs Enforcement to detain him." Why would they be mad about that? Well, more than a uh, hundred Rutgers faculty members uh, are displeased uh, with the treatment of Luis Alberto Lopez uh, because. Um, any illusion that Rutgers is a place where individuals will not be targeted on the basis of immigration status is shattered. So they're mad. 
that Rutgers University is not a sanctuary university. (sighs) Well, you should tumble your clothes in a dryer on high heat for 10 minutes to kill ticks on dry clothing after you come indoors. And if the clothes are damp, additional time may be needed. Supreme Court has declined to take up a challenge to President Trump's border wall Monday. Um, That's nice of them. They decided, you know what? Uh, nope, we're not going to do it. Let me go back to you. Uh, the uh, challenge asserted that the administration violated the Constitution when it exempted border barrier projects from environmental regulations. So Trump said, hey, we're going to build a wall. And uh, yeah, 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 the swamp and the uh, the uh, Asian longhorn tick is down there, but we're still building the wall. Yeah. We're still building. We don't care. Yeah, and while they're building the wall, if they find the Asian longhorn tick, uh, they should... Uh, uh, save it in a Ziploc bag filled with rubbing alcohol and take it to your local health department. Coalition of Green Advocacy Groups sued after the Trump administration issued two waivers uh, under the border wall projects in Southern California from the 96 law. The plaintiffs argued the waiver and judici- ju- jurisdictional provisions violate the constitutional separation of powers. You know, and they also have a, another um, another ruling. Where did I see the other ruling? They were talking about uh, oh, immigration uh, immigration, no. Uh, sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. Sanctuary cities are, they were suing the government and Trump specifically, but the government because they said it was illegal for uh, them to have money cut off from the government because of sanctuary cities. Trump said, hey, you're going to be a sanctuary city? No problem. You're not getting any government money, which I believe uh, probably most Americans, not all, I know, <laughs> were, would say, yeah. That that would be that would be right. The city should I don't know follow the law, but uh, the judge the court came back and it was you know one of the, one of one of our friendly uh, friendly courts uh, that we have uh, said oh yeah that's illegal he can't do that uh, he can't withhold money from these cities just because they're an immig- they're a sanctuary city so that battle is still going on mm-hmm. yeah well. Bites from these Asian longhorn ticks can make people and animals seriously ill. Did you know that they can live for at least a year? At least a year without eating food. It's actually fascinating. And how many millions of babies could she have without actually needing a male? 2,000 eggs at a time. (laughs) That's so good. Did you know the word uh, tick-borne is a thing? You know, you hear airborne disease. Tick-borne. There's tick-borne diseases. You want to hear some tick-borne diseases oh, do in I the United to, States? Do I ever want to hear oh, tick-borne boy. diseases? You know what? Oh, gosh. Caravan migrants from Central America that are stuck in Tijuana, Mexico, are reportedly huh. trashing the area, leaving behind bottles of urine and mountains of trash. It's not a surprise. Is this New York City, or where are we at It's here? not a surprise. Uh, this is one of the reasons the mayor of Tijuana is all wound up saying he's going broke. He's trying to get this cleaned up. He wants the people gone. That uh, migrants are facing increasing backlash and negative attitudes from local Mexican residents. Huh. Uh-huh. What? Um, as the overwhelming majority of Mexican residents hold negative views toward the migrants. 73%. Hmm. Kyle uh, Rothenberg captured video from areas where migrants have stayed in Tijuana, and uh, it shows uh, it shows the beauty that they left behind. Now, I want you, as you're watching this video, I want you to look for the oh the uh, the the they're talking to me right now. That's fine. Sorry, I can't talk and listen at the same time. Uh, it's the Asian longhorn tick. 
Yeah, so... Uh, Do we not uh, have that video? No, we have pictures. Oh, okay. We have we have. pictures, yeah. Okay, good. I want you to pick a number, though, between 1 and 17. Which disease do you want me to find more information about here? <laughs> Come on, pick one. Pick, uh, pick one. There's not an 18? Which one? There's you not an 18. <laughs> I know, right? Martin, just uh, show what you got, man. Yeah, let's go. Just show what you got. Let's see him. So anyway... Give me, give pick, me eight, seven, 17. 17. Pick 17, okay. Ooh. Tick bite prophylaxis. Ooh, sounds bad. That does not oh. sound good. Is that the only pick, Martin? So oh. Give it the finger. To oh, the, there we go. Oh, look at the, the piles of garbage the... and stuff. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's nasty. And, and look, there. That that is going to be. A, that's a small portion of what they're leaving behind, uh, and what they're doing to that city. And it's going to be. Uh, you look. Tijuana has a great relationship with Mexico, I mean with the United States, as we there's plenty of people that go back and forth across that border every day mm-hmm. uh, for work, for pleasure, for whatever the case. And to have this uh, on the Tijuana side, that's why uh, the mayor is all upset. I mean, the mayor, that's hurt his economy drastically. And, it, and the relationship is, uh, you know, really, really harmed. All the people want them gone, and yet... They continue to come. Who's telling them to come? Who's saying you need to come? Because I will say one thing that our president has been very clear on. Don't come. Yeah. Turn around. Go home. And don't get bitten by the Asian longhorn tick or else you could have fever, chills, fatigue, severe headache, dizziness, confusion. Sounds like a good time. Rash. Uh, nausea, abdominal pain. Okay, it's a Ooh, good time right man, there. So hope, don't get bitten by the uh, Asian longhorn tick. I hope that's not what happened to Pat. Oh, snap. President Trump has threatened to shut down the government if Congress refuses to fund the wall uh, along the U.S.-Mexico border, while uh, establishment Republicans fret over the potential fallout um, such a move offers for Trump. Republicans should gleefully add a three-letter chant to their present repertoire. Lock her up and build the wall. Look, forget the lock her up. It's not going to happen. All right. She's barely uh, making do trying to hawk her speeches around the country with hubby. I mean, she it's come down to Hillary having to tour with Bill. Actually, it's probably reverse that. It's come down to Bill having to tour with Hillary to try to make some bucks for the house. That's what kind of shape they're in. So I kind of... I kind of feel sorry for him. Bill spent a lot of years uh, keeping away from her. Mm -hmm. Boy, Rocky Mountain spotted fever. I tell you what, man. This is rough. You could have an altered mental status, coma, cerebral edema, edema, I don't know. Yeah, edema. Edema, okay. Respiratory compromise, necrosis requiring amputation. Multi-organ system damage. This is all from the tick? That's from the... No, that's... Yeah, of course. Yes, that. Rocky Mountain spotted fever carried by the... uh, Asian longhorn tick. Holy cow. We need to eradicate these right now. <laughs> Google is worried trying to eradicate mosquitoes. No. Uh-huh. I want the Asian longhorn tick. Let's worry about the That's tick. Public enemy number one right yes. there. Yes. Forget the mosquitoes. We'll kill them ourselves. Yeah. That's rough, man. Oof. Gross. Well, mosquitoes carry diseases too, Jeff. I know, but not, they're not ticks. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you own a house. And you've sprayed all around it, and you've kept the ticks away, and you've got your little you've got your little burning candles that are keeping mosquitoes away. Because why? You 
want your house to be yours and your kingdom. And you've built a fence. <laughs> a wall to keep people out. You only let people in that you want. Huh. And uh, you want to keep it safe. And you think, this is my, my, this is my sanctuary. My home. And then you find out that someone has stolen your title and is now being charged back to you hundreds of thousands or more dollars. If you caught uh, Glenn's program about home title fraud, um, where the retired FBI agent from Home Title Lock showed how easy it was to steal uh, the title to Glenn's home, uh, home title fraud, exploding. Um, Everything's online. Everything is uh, open to hackers. Any thief can download download your home's title, forge your name off, and transfer it. Uh, they showed us. I, I watched them do it. it it's it's uh, amazing. And the next minutes. thing you know, it's it's gone. It's just it's not your house anymore. You think it is. Uh, they'll take out massive loans. They use equity and stick you with the payments. Yeah, yeah. Um, These fraudsters are kind of like the Asian longhorn tick. They just suck up your title, and then they get engorged, and then they can do what they want. It's pretty gross. You won't know until the bank notices uh, start pouring in, and uh, you look around, and pretty soon the bank notices are piling up just like those damn ticks. <laughs> so I have identity theft protection. All right, home title lock. Uh, if you own a home, you own rentals, you have elderly parents, get home title lock. Pennies a day, home title lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title, and it is you'll be thankful that you have this. Uh, the instant they detect any sinister activity, they're on it helping to shut it down. Your home's title may already be compromised, uh, so you need to find that out. Uh, so sign up for Home Title Lock uh, and for your free title scan. HomeTitleLock.com. Get your free title scan, and they'll give you the report as well. It's a $100 value for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. So as long as we're on uh, health and uh, with the uh, Asian longhorn tick, uh, they're, they're curbing uh, hepatitis C in Egypt, which is good. Millions are flocking to free tests mm. as Egypt seeks to eradicate hepatitis C. Uh, now apparently, uh, hepatitis C is uh, a huge uh, problem in uh, Egypt, and they are now testing everyone. 40,000 die of the disease every year, making it the country's, well, only the country's third leading cause. I guess the leader just doesn't like it. Does it say what number two bro- and number one are? It does not. I mean, I know what the leading cause of death was a few years ago. It would be the Muslim in Brotherhood Egypt. <laughs> yes. in Egypt. <laughs> Which is, uh, I think I think you might rather have the hepatitis C. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. It's possible. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, news about uh, subsidies from our government. Um you know, Larry Kudlow uh, said that uh, uh, the economic advisor to Trump uh, administration wants to end the subsidies for electric cars and other items, uh, including, you know, renewable energy sources. You know, on the surface, I say good. Uh, should we be doing that? I mean, look, they were asked about plans after General Motors announced uh, plant closings and layoffs and. Um, you know, they get uh, 2500 to 7500 tax credit for consumers who buy, you know, plug-in electric vehicles. And um, we want to end all the subsidies, is what Kudlow said. Um, 
Yeah. You know, on the surface, I say, yeah, but um, I don't know that it has to be a um, a cut. You know, maybe we ramp it down a little bit. So these companies have, these companies, have we've given them a lot of money and they're living off that money now. And uh, they're, you know, that's baked into the product. So um, I don't know that uh, just cutting them off at the knees is such a good idea, but I'm sure, you know, a overall percentage of people would say, cut them off, just let it go, big deal, let the companies survive. But we didn't do that the last time with General Motors. Uh, you know, they're too big to fail. And companies shouldn't be too big to fail. Uh, they just shouldn't be too big to fail. And and speaking of, uh, you know, cars that get a uh, little government help uh, when they're purchased, a Tesla, uh, a man uh, driving a Tesla, or was he? Was stopped in California uh, early Friday morning. Uh, the driver of the car uh, had nothing to do with it. He was drunk and asleep at the wheel. Okay? The California Highway Patrol said officers spotted the Tesla Model S cruising along uh, US 101 in Redwood City about 3.37 a.m. with what appeared to be a dozing driver behind the wheel. After following the sedan for about seven miles, trying to get him to respond to lights and sirens, the officers guessed that the Tesla's semi, uh, the autopilot driver assist system was engaged. So they pulled in front of it and started to slow down. The sedan, of course, did the same thing. The two vehicles safely came to a complete stop in the middle of the highway. Uh, With some difficulty, police roused the driver who was... uh, Identified as the Los Altos Planning Commission Chairman Alexander Samick, uh, that might be a little issue, and drove him uh, and the Tesla to a nearby gas station where he failed the field sobriety test. Mm. He was booked on DUI and released later in the day. Now, just because there's this feature doesn't mean that they can just completely disregard being in control of the vehicle. That's what the police said. But to use the autopilot in the incident uh, has not been confirmed by the vehicle data logs, which uh, should be able to provide information to the investigators. Now, it's kind of, I mean, we're, that's, a, that's a strange place to be at, right? Because uh, you're, you're still responsible to direct the automobile. So the idea that you're so drunk that you home, I mean, if it isn't, you can't push home and not touch anything yet when that happens then you're looking at problems with the duis and being drunk in them right i mean that's when you that's when you want to be able to uh get in home yeah and that that that, that would be encouraged in theory right like hey be responsible Hit the home button. There'll be PSAs be 10 years from now. Home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, before you go out drinking, make sure that your car's GPS autopilot is set to home. Right. Uh, but so now, uh, I mean, I know that Tesla will, you know, be looking into it in there. You know, this will be a, this will be a, maybe a small trial run for this, for the, for the drinkers, for the drunks. But uh, you still, you know, the Teslas can't. You still have to engage from time to time. Yeah. But the one thing about the Teslas, though, I will say, if you don't engage, mm-hmm. uh, after a while, you're supposed to, uh, you know, if you're driving, if you have it on uh, auto and you don't respond, you know, it asks you, hey, you need to, you know, 
Let us know you're alive here. What's going on? And touch the wheel. Make a turn. Um, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, and I don't know what the time span is. Uh, easy enough to find out, but I'm not sure what the time span is between trying to get your attention and realizing, okay, well, we're going to take over. But it will slow the vehicle down and stop. I see. Yeah. So bartenders today are expected to, um, you know, keep an eye out for drunk patrons and don't let them right. let them drive. Which I still to this day think is a stupid law. Uh, agreed. Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> agreed. We, we should be responsible for ourselves, quite frankly. But but one day. These bartenders are going to be responsible for, did you go out to the patron's vehicle and press the home key? Did yes or check? no? Yeah. Did you check? Yeah. Did you did you make sure that it was set for home, Mr. Bartender? Well, no. I have customers I have to go in and worry about. I didn't go out and press the home <laughs> button on this guy's car. He thought I was going to steal it. He was drunk, remember? <laughs> remember? Why was he drunk? You serving him too many drinks? I do think that's silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the point of I, the responsible drinking part is on you. Uh, not the person who is wanting to make money and serve you drinks. Uh, I'm in, I, you know, I'm obviously that's not true in today's world. Uh, but it's I believe that it's it's sad that a bartender. I think you've had too much, Bill. Uh, no. <laughs> if, if the I, the tip jar says you haven't. <laughs> so falling off the stool yet? <laughs> More than once? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, I can still get the drink then. <laughs> All right, uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, hashtag uh, put that in your pipe. Tuesday in December. You know, today is what, December 4th? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many shopping days we got left? Oh, not enough. Or after today, we'll have 20. Enough. I'm going to have to make sure that my wife gets out and takes care of it. <laughs> yeah. When do you start shopping, like Christmas shopping? Because for me, it's a year-long thing. She's already done. Mm. I look for she, deals and she's, I hide them. Nah, she's already bought her Christmas present from me. We're good. What, what was it? Do you know what it is? I, I don't remember right now. Like, has she given it to it's you? It's really good. It's really nice. It's what she really wanted. Wait, no, it's for you? No, it's her present for me. Oh, for her, for her from you? Yeah, it's oh. what she really wanted. Merry I Christmas. What was it? I forget. Is it a baking sheet or something? <laughs> no, if I give, I give her oven mitts. That's what I thought you were yeah, saying. Yeah, no, personally, so I give her, I, mean, I do, I will say that. You're yeah. right. I do go out from time to time, and when I see, you know, Good-looking oven mitts that would help assist her in baking. I do buy those for her. What? Uh, good. What is a good-looking oven mitt? Please explain. Well, they have to be. They have to be thick enough to withstand some heat. Uh-huh. They have to have whatever kind of you know a cute little face or bunny or whatever whatever representation on the uh, on the oven mitt. And they not, have not to be words, useful. Not, not words. Yeah, have to be a picture. Can it say "kiss useful. the cook" or something like that? Or it could. It oh. just depends on how you know if I like it or not. <laughs> but you know, like that we have, if we I have, like we have it Christmas or... ones. You know, Santa, snowman. So, like a lot like of guys like lingerie, but you like oven mitts and other that's, kitchen. I, I find it hard to find lingerie that fits me, but I do like Wait, it. No, that's not where I'm going. Uh, it's just you know. <laughs> It's tough to find fat guy lingerie, but it's out there if you look hard Thank enough. Thank God it is, right? Uh, hey, no. No, I look for it. It's, t- it's tough to find. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I don't want to see And I still, have, I still have Victoria's Secret uh, show to watch. 
Uh, I got it DVR'd. I'm so bummed I haven't not watched it yet. There was controversy about it too, with the uh, with the runway and the, the the head guy bashing. How the, long ago was this? Bashing the trans. What's that? How long ago was this uh, Victoria's Secret fashion show? It aired now? Sunday. Is this the longest something has sat on your DVR without being watched <laughs> in like 48 hours? No, but I, but, but I had to do this show, you know, early. Oh, yeah, I had yeah, to do this show. Yeah. And then I had to do a, my daily podcast, Chewing the Fat. Uh, yeah. It takes away my viewing time. Uh-huh. And then I've, I've been, I'm smack dab in the middle. I've got like two shows that I'm binging. Wait a minute, wait so a minute, I'm, wait a minute, I'm, wait a minute. You came up last week when Pat and I were discussing, uh, some lady was uh, swerving all over the road because she was watching Netflix while driving. How do you get all these shows in? I contend that you watch Netflix while driving. I don't. Uh, I don't watch what I'm driving. Although that's not a bad idea. Okay, now no, it's a bad idea unless you take a different way home. But I, I prefer to get into the shows, though. See, the, if you're watching something that you can not, you know, like a comedy show or something that you could listen to more like mm-hmm. a more like a podcast uh, rather than video, you can get away with that. So, what do you think? We did a poll last week. Uh, what do you think is more dangerous, um, driving and texting, or driving and watching Netflix? Oh, driving and texting. I, do, I think so, too, because it involves your fingers and stuff, and you yeah. got to look down and stuff. But um, Yeah, driving and texting. And most people, you know, they, uh, uh, you know, they make people feel so bad about driving and texting now. And really, it is, I catch myself. I don't personally. This is, this is practice. Mm-hmm. I would never text and drive. That would be. Yeah, me neither. That would be wrong. That's a bad thing to do. Be horrible. Horrible. You're a bad person if you Terrible text Terrible person. Drive. And, you know, I thought that they put those barriers up on the expressways for a reason. Right, to kind of keep you in there. Thank you. You like start to like weave a, a little ding, you yeah. ding, and you hit that. Oh, my, oh uh-huh. and you back up again. Uh-huh. And they have the they have the reflectors that lift up in the middle of the, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. the intersection. So your tire hits a boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, and you're back up. And you're, yeah. You're fine. Yep, yep, yep. Ah, when you say you're... What I find fascinating now, though, is most people are realize how bad it is to text and drive, and no question it is. All, all jokes aside, it is, and it's mm-hmm. dangerous. And I've you're going to kill someone in the past doing it. I don't do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you catch yourself texting and driving and looking. You know, and you you think you're good, but you're looking down. And you go, gosh darn it! You, and that and that's it. That could that could be the second that yeah. causes the crash. Oh yeah, right yeah, there, yeah. Easy. In fact, yes. So I mean, I do not do it now. What I find fascinating now is though, and I feel that most people are under that. You know, are good with that. You hit the red light, look around. Hit a red light, look around. Yeah. In the car. Everyone phones. Yeah. Everyone. I phones. tell my kids, tell me when it turns green. <laughs> yeah. I, it's everyone's. It's, fascinating and there was a city not long ago that was making that they wanted to make any kind of phone use in your car even at lights uh illegal and i'm like come on no way that's downtime yeah it's downtime that's downtime right 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 you go till the horn honks i'm I'm similar to pat in that i have had my share of uh speeding tickets um i'm not he's in like major leagues you know yes i'm in like single a double (laughs) a ball okay he's he's in all all worlds Uh, uh, offender, but um, you know, you get this deferred thing, so it doesn't go on your insurance. You have to go through like defensive driving, all this stuff. You know, you've been through all that, and so uh, wow. they they make you watch this like uh, this video, right? And and some of the inconsequential texts that the last thing that these people oh, would yeah. write, you know, like what? you know, on my way, yes, yep, yeah, on my way. What time do you want me there? What you know, you want me to grab this on the way or something, you know, and like, yeah. and then they're dead or somebody else is dead. Right. But uh, last week we uh, it is it's absolutely horrible. Uh, we sent out this uh, this poll at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, which is more dangerous in the car while driving 
watching Netflix or texting. Fifty-two percent said watching Netflix. Forty-eight percent wow. texting. Wow, that's I, because that's because they're thinking you're you're literally you're watching. This, this lady had it See, had her little tablet in the yeah. passenger seat. Look, what you do no, is, you set it up right. here. In theory, right. you yeah. would put it right in front of you, like where your GPS right. would go. In theory, if there is an NFL game on, you can stream theory, it there. You could watch it. You could it. stream it, and it would sit right there right. on your speedometer, in theory. And then when you're at the red light, you would just say, oh, I want to watch this one play. In theory. In theory. In theory, in you in could theory. do something like that. In theory. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, you know who used to, uh, somebody who used to work here used to do that all the time. When they kept driving into work, uh, used to watch uh, catch up on his Netflix all the time. Oh, Who I, was I, oh Cal. Oh, Cal. Yeah, Cal I Glenn. Yeah, yeah. I thought going to say Glenn. No, well, Glenn. But he's sitting in the back with the. Stop it. That, don't even start with me. I don't even. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Don't even start with me. Yeah. When I took the train every day and had a driver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was able to watch Netflix yeah. and watch whatever I wanted there you go. for a little over an hour or two every day. It's different. Uh, now, what is this wheel in front the, of me that my hands are the car on autopilot, I'm able to watch Netflix, okay? What are these pedal things for? Stop it. So the, Cal uh, used to watch a lot of shows. Yeah, he did. He used to. I because I remember giving him a hard time about watching Netflix driving, but he used to say that he used to try to catch up uh, driving in in the morning. <laughs> oh no! Now, because he came in early in the morning, right? In theory, so, you mean in theory he would do that? <laughs> yes, in theory, it never happened. We just talked about the yeah, possibility yeah, yeah, yeah. of it happening. Is it possibility? Um, no, I, I don't watch. Uh, I like listening. Uh, you know, I'm, I like listening to the radio and listening to podcasts and stuff in the car. So I'm not oh, watching yeah. videos in the car. Yeah, I'm not. I, I listen um, to uh, Chewing the Fat every day thank when you. I'm driving around. You know, I'm like, hey, where's that podcast? Uh, I gotta go listen to my fat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And get a little bit of fat. Mm-hmm. And that just requires my ears, not my Correct. eyes. Because dear Lord, the if, best it, way if to it do were it. eyes involved, I would not <laughs> be watching Chewing the Fat. <laughs> But anyway, this all started with uh, the uh, Vir- uh, Victoria's Secrets show, and uh, I've, I've, I'm in the middle of binging a couple of shows, and so I can't. I haven't had a chance between work and the other shows I'm in the middle of to get to the Victoria's Secrets that I've got DVR'd, and it's a little disappointing because I should have watched it uh, yesterday uh, because it's you know it's new, it's fresh, it's hot, and uh, and I, I've, I've I've let myself down. Yeah, I'm not going to okay. be able to watch it till tonight. Well, but I will be done with uh, uh, the sinner uh, sometime today. I got like an episode left. Yeah, the shows I watch are um, I'm so far behind. Jessica Biel is I, great I, in I, the sinner on Netflix. Uh-huh. I, I, she does a that whole show. It's been very good. This is my latest binge. No, I'm seriously so far behind on some shows that they're still celebrating Christmas 2017 in recent episodes. So, <clears throat> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, thank you. I don't know where you find the time, but. <laughs> Congratulations to you. I mean, you know how to bend space and time, and that is amazing. You can just stop time. It's called no sleep, is what that's called. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't sleep. Mm-hmm. I I've, I lay down, and the next thing I know, it's time to get up, and it's just what, and I fall asleep, and the TV's on. I wish. I wish there was a way. If you just leave the television on, and then you, you know, you know how they used to say, if you just leave the music mm-hmm. on, and you could learn a language Osmosis. in your sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't happen. Because I've tried to watch shows in my sleep, and it doesn't happen. Mm. You don't get the information. What happened? I don't know. You're out. <laughs> so uh, you can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed or at Jeffy MRA at Hangry Keith, uh, and use the hashtag. Uh, put that in your pipe. 
Steve Maderski, uh, Jeffy will eat his underwear or panties, whichever he wears if Hillary <laughs> gets locked up. Um, that's probably a. Yeah, no, what do that's you wear? Not what a do you wear? Bet. Is it underwear or panties? Uh, yes. Oh, um, I was thinking that there's talk in in some of these papers here where um, uh, Avenetti, uh, the attorney for uh, Stormy Daniels, thinks that he can run. For, <laughs> yeah. for president, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a story about that today. Yeah, you want to go find that in the or? pile, uh-huh. and uh, in, and I was thinking that uh, that would be a good underwear bet because there's not a chance in hmm? heck mm-hmm. that that man becomes president. Of the he, he thinks that his uh, chances get... have gone up. That's I, what he says he, in the article. There's it, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I might actually agree with that. His chances have gone up from. Not a chance to no. I mean, this is uh, that's that's uh, that's a pretty good underwear eating bet. I don't know that I want to say I'm going to eat my underwear if Hillary gets locked up because there's still I think there's still a little hope for that. Maybe not. I mean, you're probably right. She's not. You know, she's she's already locked up. Her and Bill got to be together forever. Yeah. Oh, the, good. Oh, yeah. Do you think? What, what do you think? Ultimately, not at all. Not a chance. No. Nah, I. I mean, no. Although they did raid that uh, whistleblower's house uh, I know, last week from I know. Uh, the there's uh, still talk about it, but she's if that was going to happen, that would have already that process would have already started happening, I think, because that was just Trump being you know Trump. Maybe that starts um, if he's reelected on January twenty first, twenty twenty one. If something, the only way she gets locked up, if something comes out in. From, for if something comes out from the Mueller investigation mm-hmm. that maybe wasn't covered up, but was just kind of buried in the investigation, uh, that leads you to the Hillary path, um, then it's possible maybe. Because, uh, you know, we're still waiting on Mueller. By the way, stop. End it. Robert, pull the plug, man. What do you got? Let's see what you got. Put it on the table. Put the cards down on the table. Enough is enough. You spent enough of our money. You spent enough of our money. Put the cards on the table. Let's see what you got. Because they don't look like much. So if you've got something, let's see it. I had just about enough of that investigation. And the the everybody just, oh, it could be this and it could be that. And it could be this and because of this, because of that. No. It, let's see it. See what you got, Robert. Because from what we see already or from what we see now and what we've kind of surmised, you got nothing. And we've spent millions of American taxpayer money on you for nothing. So let's see what you got. And so the only way that if something in that report, you know, we're just kind of paragraph two, section C, subsection B, leads you to a Hillary path, maybe you get her. Oh, I see. But she's not going to jail. No. She's not going to jail. Uh, When uh, Keith... uh, (laughs) <laughs> when Keith is outside, he gets uh, he's got worse things to worry about than dicks. That's no kidding. With oh. the picture of the of the, oh, the bush trimmer. trimmer. Oh, that's yes. that's nice. Yeah, and is that what got you the actual hedge trimmer like oh. that? I thought it was a weed whacker. No, it was a hedge trimmer. Oh. Weed whacker. No, man, it destroyed me. Hedge trimmer. Oh yeah, and I wasn't things, even drinking at the time. Those things are dangerous. You need to be careful with those. Yeah, it's called hiring someone now. <laughs> that's how careful I am. I don't even, How long? I don't even plug How it in. How long have I been saying it? Uh-huh. That I also do have a little bit of time because of that. 
Mm. Uh, those are those are particular chores that are done by other human beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I want to do it? No. Would I do it if I had to? Yes. Have I done it in years past? Yes. Was I forced to do it as a child at my parents' house? Was I forced to do it as a child at my grandparents' house? Oh, you know, you should go spend the summer with your grandparents. That would be fun. Yeah. No, I'm going there to be their slave for the summer. No, Mom, no. Don't leave me here. <laughs> I love Grandpa and Grandpa. Okay, we're up early. We're working. Let's go. We got fences to pay. We got something right. We're the back guy. Now, see, my grandfather used to hire me. Like, I would go over to his house and... And then he would hire me to do jobs. You're living under my roof. I'm feeding you for the summer. Get up. I wasn't. Yeah, I was just hanging out during the day, <laughs> making some money, and then going home. I was raised a capitalist so from I birth. I don't want to do that. I want to see someone. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They. I need to leave a note up there. They need to make sure they trim that bush next to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, the yard looks pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Now, I've gone round and round. That's a good argument because I've gone round and round uh, with my wife on that mm-hmm. because you know we've we've got uh, uh, you know my my youngest son uh, could be doing the yard work, and I'm like he's got other no, he's got other stuff to do. See, that was my plan with my son until we realized he was literally allergic to everything in the yard. So he put a mask on him. See, in my Keith. Hey, tell me, Grandpa, I can't do that. I'm allergic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, that was, yeah, I didn't have a chance. That was 30 years. I wasn't smart enough for that. You know, I was like, oh, see, in hindsight. You're allergic. You're going to be allergic to my foot up your butt if you don't push that lawnmower back there. <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> I mean, that, that, now, let's see, that's today's world. Yeah. That is. I mean, I, I'm, I'm almost as bad as like, well, I was like, he's got stuff to do. He's doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. No, he's not going to do it right. He's going to. I mean, he's going to do it. It's going to take me forever to train him to do it right. Right. Oh, oh, that that was. It's going to. He's going to. Yeah, that because was the first a, sticking point. That, I mean, You're not I, doing it I, right. I, I was just as guilty of that. <laughs> I was just as guilty of that. You know, yeah. I mean, my 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 dad, my grandfather. Look, no, they took the time. Mm-hmm. I can't. I yeah. just can't. Yeah. They took the time and said, "No, you got to do it like this." Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. And when you drive, when you take the riding lawnmower out back and the back yeah, back anchor, you do it this way. When you use the handheld, you do it this way. I mean, they took the time, which was yeah, which and, is great, and I appreciate it. I and, love them for it. But uh-huh. I don't have the time. Yeah. See, I'm so accident prone that doing it the right way is apparently injuring yourself. Um, so, <laughs> so I don't want my kids to emulate that. So either. it's just it's a time. It's, it's easier for me just to. Yep. Hey, the company, they come, they come here. They, they show up with like three or four people, three or four people. Not one, not one 16 year old, not one 150 year old man, four guys in their prime. They're done. They come and they're running. The two guys that do my backyard run. Mm-hmm. They run. They blow the stuff off the back porch. They trim, they hedge it. Then they're gone. Yep. Pack up, gone. And they chase foxes out of your yard as well. And they, you look out and you go, oh, they're gone already? Yeah, they left. Oh, I guess they got everything. Okay, good. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it. I, yep. I'm sorry. I, I, I know my, I don't, I don't think I'm a bad parent, but maybe I am. Oh, I well, maybe. There's no maybe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so it's almost Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's definitely time to start thinking, uh, I don't know, presents. You can be the coolest relative and the coolest friend mm-hmm. and the best Santa with iTarget Pro. 
the product that uh, it, it's revolutionizing uh, the dry fire training. Uh, you utilize your smartphone. Uh, the proprietary app tracks a caliber specific laser, fits in your firearm, detects exactly where your shots are landing. So, so you can cool. practice in your home where you're most likely going to use the weapon. And it saves you money because you're not buying uh, ammunition, which is uh, you know a, an expense that you don't have to. You can cut in half. Maybe cut in half. It's still nice to go to the range. But this is nice to have and use most of the time in your home and in your yard. And it shows you right where you shot. It's perfect. Your phone is your target. Um, it's completely safe. comes with your caliber-specific laser target system and instructions so you can begin training immediately. Go to the letter I, targetpro.com. Check out the video. Choose your caliber and download the app so you're ready when the system arrives. iTargetPro.com. Free shipping through the end of the year, plus you can save an additional 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTargetPro system. I, save money, save time, take your skills to the next level. Uh, itargetpro.com don't forget free shipping and 10% off with the offer code PAT itargetpro.com from the mean streets of Helena it's Pat Gray Unleashed welcome to it Uh, welcome to Pat Unleashed on uh, the Blaze uh, Network Blaze Media Uh, you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed at Jeffy MRA, at Hangry Keith. Uh, Pat uh, needed another day to uh, recuperate. I don't know what kind of Asian longhorn tick illness he has, but it's possible he does have some sort of illness. So you can say a, a quick a quick prayer for Pat, and he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, got some tweets in. Uh, International House of Bo. Uh, I've watched a couple of Ohio State games uh, with the phone in front of the speedometer. Of course, I don't actually watch it because that would be dangerous. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And speaking of uh, Ohio State, uh, breaking right now, mm-hmm. uh, Urban Meyer, their head coach, uh, saying he's going to retire from coaching following uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes appearance in the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. and that Ryan Day will replace him uh, as head coach. You know who Ryan Day is? Uh, I, I, mean, I do up. not. I, I didn't. Assistant head coach at Ohio State. Good luck. I mean, what is the, you don't want to be the Phil guy, right? They brought in, they had the big coach that left with big problems, right? What's his name that uh, was there before Urban? Trestle? Oh. Yeah, Trestle. Okay. And he had some controversy, Woody so Hayes. he left. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, Woody was there for 150 years. Uh-huh. Um, but then they brought in the big gun, right? Was there someone be- between Trestle and, and uh, I don't know. Urban? I don't think so. Because Urban was, with, was, you know, not working. He was doing TV stuff because he had retired from his headaches at, from Florida. <laughs> Give me a break. But you kind of don't want to be – you never want to be the guy to Luke, follow the guy. Oh, so between Jim Trestle and Urban Meyer was uh, Luke Fickle? There you go. He was the For guy between year. the guy. Yes, there, Six there and you seven have it. record. And then they brought in the gun. All right, they, they, the big guy left. They brought in – so Ryan Day's good for next year. One year. He's got a one-year gig. If he can't even if – if they win – Tell I mean, you what. How much did the Dinkelberg – Guy went between Trestle and Urban. It doesn't have six salaries. Wins. Oh, no, six and seven, yeah. Yeah, so he got, went to a bowl game. He was playing BYU at the Idaho Potato Bowl, and mm-hmm. uh, that's when they brought in Urban. Yeah, they went from Jim Trestle, 94 and 22 and 81 win percentage, <laughs> to Luke Fickle, uh, six and seven, 46 percent win percentage. Yeah, percentage. I mean, Urban Meyer at 90 percent with his 75 and eight. Record. Right, and so uh, Ryan Day is going to come in and uh, have a nice day. 
Good luck. Good luck. God bless. Yeah. I hope you do it. Ryan, have a I hope nice you do day. it. I hope you do it. But I have a feeling, Ryan, you may be looking for a gig. Hey, after I could live if if I was paid a coach's salary for one year. I could manage for the rest of my life. Aye. Okay. All right. The rest of your life? I'd want a couple million. Oh, Scott Frost is making five million a year. I could live off of five million. For the rest of your life? For the rest of my life. Absolutely. I'm frugal. You're living in a barn? Yes, I'm living in a barn. Are you going to move into the trailer park I live in? With dial-up internet. (laughs) Because I only make the five mil. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Tweet from Steve uh, Maderski. When Jeffy is hosting the show, we should call it uh, Fat Unleashed. Actually, I kind of like that. I like that. Yeah, that that rhymes. And uh, from uh, Derek Thomas, uh... Who's responsible for making sure that someone doesn't get a 12-pack and go driving after several drinks? The cashier. Yeah, right? See? I know. That's a great point. That is a tremendous point. I mean, nanny me some more. uh, Bartenders being in charge of going home. Shut up. I want to remind you about uh, the Mercury One uh, auction. Oh, last day. Uh, Today is the final day. So if you missed the live and silent auctions uh, that we did at the recent uh, M1 Ball here at the Mercury Studios, Today's it, baby. They're giving you a second chance to bid on some incredible items in the holiday auction sale. It's live right now through today. Does it say what time it ends today? Uh, I think it's midnight. Midnight tonight. Okay, so you have until midnight. You got plenty of time, but do it today. Don't wait. I don't wake up tomorrow morning and think, oh, I got to do the Mercury One thing. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I can't. Shoot. Do it now. Uh, you got the painting of Barbara Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got some uh, famed photography from uh, Jeremy Locke. You've got spa packages, four-course dinners, spa and wine packages. Pairings. What a great Christmas gift. That is a good Christmas gift, actually, as a, good, as a spa package. Four-course dinners? I mean, good grief. I mean, that's just a... That's just... That's not even... Well, you could give somebody four-course dinners, I guess. Here's a dinner. How many courses yeah. do you require? Yeah. This may be something out of your I mean, how many dinners? Or... how many dinners are part of this four-course? So if you... So if you take two uh-huh. four-course dinners, that's eight courses, right? So you're good. Mercury1.org. Go to mercury1.org and look for the uh, look for the auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd be going for there. All right, so we were talking about the uh, the Asian longhorn tick, which I can't get out of my head today for whatever reason. <laughs> it brought me to, to thinking about... These termites in Brazil. Oh. Okay, so I'm going from Asian longhorn tick uh, here in the U.S. to termites in Brazil. Now, researchers have recently uncovered 4,000-year-old construction site in northeastern Brazil. Okay? You look at the footage of where these uh, termite mounds are, and it is spectacular. Now, they cleared this land. Uh, and they found these giant cones that these termites had built, uh, and they're about sixty feet apart. Uh, and they realized, wait, the whole place is covered with them. Is there more? And when you look at the footage, we should be showing some pictures now on Blaze Good Television. Grief! Now that this land that they cleared, all right, oh, is gosh. those are termite mounds. No, right? no. So, but the, you see in the background the forest line where they were, where they they stopped clearing. If you go, there's footage of up in the air, and I don't know if this video has it, but there is footage up in the up in, where they show an aerial shot, and you see where you can't, you can barely see the mounds that are in the forest because of because of the because of the, all the 
the trees and the growth. So what they did, and you can show the video. We can run that video again, please. The uh, uh, They cleared it off, and the land size, uh, some of them are like you know 3,800 years old. Um, the mounds are a result of this uh, efficient food distribution system that the termites have. All right, they feed on the dry leaves and the from the forest, and the leaves fall once a year. The termites come up for a feeding frenzy. I guarantee you don't want to be out there when the termites are on their feeding frenzy. Ugh. And uh, they eat it all, and it's all that's the size of the United Kingdom. No, this is I'm not clearing that land. I'm saying termites, you win. It's all yours. Stay I, put. When you look at the aerial shot, it is monstrous. Seriously, what are they clearing the land monstrous. for? Do we know? No, it was some, I'm they, not living they were there. Looking, they were trying to clear it for a pasture, some kind of pasture. So somebody, you know, somebody, some Brazilian billionaire owns it, you know, I'm guessing, and they're clearing it for some kind of pasture land. And they realized, we maybe not want to do this. Right. No, no, this land's been claimed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is a war that's already been fought, and the termites and won. The termites won. You got it. And it's like the size. You look at the aerial shots of them. <sighs> there are some videos uh, a little bit longer than this that show the complete size and scope of what these termites have done. It is amazing. And they have, yeah, they won. That's their land. Not a shot fired. <laughs> they, they won. You, in fact, if you start going through some of those 3,500-year-old mounds, there's people. There's yeah, dead, there's there dead is, people. Man. There's bones. Seriously, because they showed one of the pictures you just had up there was a guy standing next to the mound, and it looked like maybe 20, 30 feet high. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're from, uh, they go from uh, 10 to 16 feet high. Okay. Uh, the mounds. And there's... They figure uh, it's the area is about the size of Great Britain, the United Kingdom, and it's about two hundred million mounds over this on this property. Uh, what country is this again? It's all Brazil. Uh, it's all yours. Yeah, it's you're good. Yeah, it's yours. You're good. Mm-hmm. You, you want? You're right. Let them have it. Because uh, no, I don't. Do you want your? Do you want your pasture cattle out there when the leaves start to fall and the termites oh. show up to eat the leaves? <laughs> The termites are like, well, you guys cleared the land. We don't have any leaves, but what the heck? We'll eat the cows. <laughs> like, that'll be tremendous. So gross. <laughs> uh, remember the uh, hockey puck defense <laughs> against the active shooter <laughs> and the Oakland University's plan to equip students with hockey pucks uh, against armed intruders? Well, you know, we thought, nah, like, Stop it. That's just dumb. But you then you try to work it out. You try to work it out in your head where you think, well, okay, you know, I guess. Oh, yeah. The world is this insane that I, it's absolutely, po- everything's plausible now because right. almost everything has occurred. Right. So you think, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe you think that, you know, you have the pucks in the room and you start throwing hockey pucks at people that are shooting. It could make a difference, I guess, somehow. Um, you know, you, hopefully if you, someone actually knows how to do a slap shot, you slap shot the shooter with a hockey puck in the skull, end it all, and you're safe. <laughs> of course. I mean, you're trying to figure it out, why, what they're thinking. Yeah, no, it was a, folk, it was a hoax. Uh, on Wednesday, reports emerged that police have been teaching staff at the University in Rochester, Michigan, how to fight back against school intruders with hockey pucks. The training sessions were reportedly organized by the university's faculty union and were conducted by the Oakland University police chief, Mark Gordon. 
Uh, and they quote Gordon saying, hockey pucks provide the ability to be carried in briefcases and backpacks and are not considered a weapon <laughs> and will meet the goal of distracting the shooter. And actually, that's kind of true. Whether that's a hoax or not, mm-hmm. it's kind of true about the hockey pucks. Um, well, I mean, the, rock, if, if the, you, the bucket of rock story was true. Right. I mean, but if so, you had, you, I mean, if you take a hockey puck and yeah. throw that at somebody. Yeah, so that's, that's, that, that's more plausible or, or, you know, more controlled than a rock. Uh, correct. So, but uh, this Monday, uh, the professor uh, from uh, College Fix reported that uh, the student with knowledge of the hockey puck plan said the program was a publicity stunt intended to shame the Michigan school into purchasing property safety locks for classrooms. What? I mean, this is too good of a hoax for just property safety locks. I mean, they need more than that. That's like uh, Berkeley giving fifteen hundred. Throw say we're going to ride if you don't give the caravan fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. It's nothing, right? Um, the hockey pro- program was nothing but a stunt. The whole hockey buck thing is publicity done to raise money for classroom locks. Shame the Oakland University administration. That's all. Uh, if it succeeds, it'll certainly have been worthwhile. Well, we know that it's a hoax, so does that mean it succeeded? Yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. But just know that sometimes your gut is right. And you say, that can't be real. You know what? You're right. Hey, you're right. Uh like this particular story, when you say, come on, that can't be real. But as you said, Keith, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, 2018, the rocks. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, the rocks. Anything is plausible. Right. Anything. Uh, the is British plausible. Film Institute uh, vows to now not fund movies with facial scarred villains. Uh, the British Film Institute announced it will no longer fund movies featuring villain characters with facial scars. The organization's decision supports the growing hashtag I am not your villain campaign started by Changing Faces, the United Kingdom's leading charity group for all people with a visible difference, such as a mark or a scar. Okay, stop it. The group has made it their mission to destigmatize facial scars in film and television since scarring is often used on villains. And now the BFI, and I was thinking of another letter, uh, is vowing to support that effort. Film, Keith, is a catalyst for change. And that's why we're committing to not having negative representation depicted through scars or facial difference in the films we fund. This campaign speaks directly to the criteria in the BFI diversity standards, which call for meaningful representations on screen. We fully support changing faces Hashtag I am not your villain campaign and urge the rest of the film industry to do the same. We've gone off the deep end. Uh, not only uh, Becky, Becky Hewitt. Oh, I'd like to talk to her. Changing faces. Chief executive added the film industry has such power to influence the public with its representation of diversity. And yet films use scars and looking different as a shorthand for villainy far too often. Yeah, because it's a, it's a movie. And so when we see someone that has a scar on the street, we don't automatically think, villain. <sighs> Not only will the BFI stop funding films with facially scarred villains, but it will also attempt to course correct. This is always good. 
when you try to course correct things. The conversation around visible differences by financing the film Dirty God. The, I told you it was going to be good. The drama set to premiere at Sundance January starts Vicky Knight as a burn survivor re-entering society after an acid attack. If you were to see someone, uh, a burn victim, and I, I mean, I have. I have had friends that burned themselves badly and uh, ended up with lifelong scars. When I see them, I don't automatically think a criminal, a thief. Yeah, this is a crazy leap here. This, I mean. I, I can't believe that we're not going. So if you have a scar, if you have a villain that uh, needs a scar, you can, the BFI is not going to film, not going to give money. Now, they obviously give money. The British Film Institute obviously gives money to productions, you know, I'm sure millions of dollars a year and may even say at the bottom of the story how much money they actually give to filmmakers. So if you're making a film for the British Film Institute, you just uh, can't, you can't have a bad guy have a scar. You can't have a bad guy be mean. He's just got to be a really nice bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the nice people... I mean, aren't you putting, A, are you saying that someone who actually has a scar can't work? Uh, Are you saying that only if a person who actually has a scar can only be a good character, so you're limiting their work? Or you're also limiting other actors and actresses' work because if there's a movie that has the, the need to have someone with a scar, it can't be a bad guy. If you want money from the British Film Institute. And of course, they want people to follow along and be a part of their hashtag, I am not your villain campaign. Shut up. <laughs> we, this, we are doomed. I can't take it. <laughs> now, many of us, and I think I'm an, an example of this, I think I've had scarring in my ears. Mm. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to go Here, with- look. A good villain idea would be uh, Earwax Man. <laughs> no? Yeah, earwax Man. Yeah, I like that. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. You know, you know, I was actually, I'll be real quick here. I, I was looking up uh, all the characters that Stan Lee created, and I mean, that's just the list goes sure, on and on yeah. and on. There's an asbestos man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure that there were plenty of, plenty of uh, characters that went along with uh, stuff that we were fighting for and against at the time. You yeah. Know. Um, you know, that, that, I mean, that's what you do, right? I mean, that's that's what why creators create guys like, and not Stanley, uh, Captain Underpants, uh, <laughs> characters like that. You know, those are funny. Those are funny uh-huh. characters. And yeah. You want them? You know, like, that that's really funny. The but you can but don't let him have a scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not let asbestos uh-huh. man have a scar or earwax. I won't hear of it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, asbestos man does not have earwax problem. You want to know why? <laughs> He goes to usewaxrx.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. When asbestos men wanted to clean his ears when they weren't clean because he, he was really uncomfortable. They itched. They were painful. He got plugged up. He couldn't be the asbestos man he always was. Uh, he tried to use cotton swabs. And he tried to use the little candling thing from the drugstores. He couldn't do it. Even even the great asbestos man couldn't do it with just that. <laughs> Great. He had to go to wax. He had to use the WaxRx system. <laughs> use WaxRx.com. And had he known, I don't know that he knew this or not at the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but had he known to use the offer code radio, it would have <laughs> shipped right to Asbestos Man's 
property wherever asbestos man hides out from the he, he world. He lives in the, a, for uh, in free. the ceiling tiles. He lives in the ceiling. Sure. So he would have been delivered right to his ceiling. <laughs> And it would have been delivered to the specific ceiling tile uh-huh. with the offer code radio. <laughs> Use waxrx.com or your reusable ear wash system today. Use the offer code radio. It ships right to your door or ceiling tile wherever you live at for free. And it's just, look, this system is the method physicians trust the most. It's just like the system they use in the offices, only it's cheaper. Even the great asbestos man knew that. Use waxrx.com. Use waxrx.com. Pat Gray Unleashed Welcome to Pat Unleashed I know, I know, Pat's still under the weather You're stuck with me for one more day I know, but you look, you got Glenn coming up 35 minutes or so, so That's a promise, just one more day? Like today? Is the one more day? Or are you talking about another day? No, I'm, 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 I'm Fairly confident Uh-huh Fairly confident that Pat Gray will be back tomorrow. Okay. Fairly confident because if he's not. Will you eat your underwear on if, the air tomorrow? If Pat Gray is not here tomorrow, <coughs> I mean his illness might have rubbed off, and so it might be Keith. Uh huh. That's never happened. <laughs> they, they would never allow that. That's kind of a good point. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, our British Film Institute story that uh, announced that they will no longer fund movies featuring uh, villains. Characters with facial scars forbid because they want to uh, be a a big part of the hashtag I am not your villain campaign started by changing faces. Um, we have some tweets coming in. Uh, you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed with the hashtag uh, put that in your pipe. Yeah, Millennial Falcon says that uh, I guess the British Film Institute won't be showing The Lion King anytime soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, look, that, that is there is their their money. They can do what what they want if they don't want to give money to films. But it just seems like they're hindering who they're trying to help or who they think they're trying to help. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you want to? Do you see someone with a scar? A. This kind of is like the racist talk, right? It, uh, it it's almost like when someone sees race in everything, they're the racist one. Like Barack Obama, perhaps? It comes to mind. Uh, just for in an, as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and Barack is trying to put together some uh, some goods for Netflix. They better not be anybody with scars being bad guys. Mm-mm. I don't want any villains with scars in the Barack Obama stuff for Netflix. Uh, but... It just seems like we're saying, hey, we we see people with scars as bad people, and we want to make that so you we don't see anything. We don't want to see anybody with a scar that isn't a good person. Doggone it, it's a good person. You stop thinking that people with scars are villains. Yeah, like Harry Potter, right? I mean... We, we all... Look, we all on. get it. We, the thing is, British Film Institute, it's a film... And yes, films are very uh, transformative and change a lot of things in people's lives. No question. They also change, uh, look, that's a bad guy. Uh, He's got a scar on his face. Look, that's a good guy. There's several actors. Um, One, who's the guy that plays on the Amazon show? He's got a scar. He's a good guy. He's a cop. He's a cop and he's a, a... He's a good guy. And you're telling him that now you're limiting his work because he's got an actual scar, not a makeup scar to be a bad guy. He's got an actual scar on his face. And if they were to say, hey, 
we'll pay you to be this bad guy because you've got a scar. No, you couldn't get money from the British Film Institute. That's just dumb. That's just dumb. I don't care what kind of hashtag movement you're trying to uh, be a part of. And by the way, uh, it's hashtag uh, I am not your villain. Uh, oh, come on. I am not your villain. All right, so we've got uh, we've got all kinds of stuff that they think I'm not going to get to today. Oh, you're not. All right. Mm-hmm. They've got, we've got stories that they think I'm not going to get to over here on the mini fat pile today. And we're going to get to them. All right, we've got 30 minutes left in this broadcast. We're going to get to these stories. I've got I've got a gator stories. I've got uh, dress for respect stories. I've got a gender reveal party gone bad. I've got uh, tornadoes dropping down in Illinois, the worst ever mm-hmm. uh, montage. We've got uh, possible alien life being promoted from oh, NASA. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right? I've got uh, I've got a con- uh, just a quick. I'll just uh, I want to get rid of one of these things that they say I can't get to. Congress plans to delay shutdown deadline for the border wall fight until Friday before Christmas. You know what, Congress? Shut down. Go ahead. Don't threaten me with your little shutdown. Shut it down. Nobody needs you. Please. You found that out the last time. Nobody needs you. Shut it down. Shut it down. I don't care. I'm sick of hearing them whine about. We can shut down the government. He's going to make us shut it down. Go ahead. Shut it down. See what happens. Hashtag shut it down. Thank you. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hashtag I am not your villain. I am not your villain. If you, too, believe, like the British Film Institute, that people with scars are not villains and should not be portrayed that way. In fact, we shouldn't even have people with scars around. No, wait, that's not what they're saying. They just don't want them in films. Uh, you can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA. Uh, hashtag it. Uh, put that in your pipe. Uh, no scarring villains. Does that include emotional scars? Right. Mm-hmm. From Get Off My Lawn. Thank you. Uh, just too muck and fudge. Uh, meanwhile, in at Jeffy MRA's ear, it's a scar. It's earwax. It's an Asian longhorn tick. <laughs> I'm glad. Just let me say this. I'm glad that it's not an Asian longhorn yeah. tick. Public service announcement in hour one, if you need to go back and listen to the program. Uh, G.I. Joe has a facial scar. Screw Britain. The prolific G.D. Chapel. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> tremendous. And... Uh, <laughs> Jeffy Amari coddling kids since 1653. Look, I've been coddling. Mm-hmm. He's got stuff to do. He's got other things to worry about. He's got to learn. How, he's got to learn how to stuff rather than let's mow the lawn. Going to get him. Besides a job later in life. <laughs> What's that? What's that going to happen to him? And, huh? the, and the value of hard work. Right. All right, the value of hard work and how good it feels, right? We all know how just, this is how darn good it feels when you've worked hard all day and you just want to, you just want to look back at your work and go, oh man, I'm so tired and sore, but I just feel good because of accomplishment. No. The thing that depresses me about yard work, other than the fact that I injure myself every time I go outdoors to do it is once you get that lawn looking perfect, instantly it's starting to grow. It's starting to look. It's not like you could finish the job and enjoy it for a while. It's just instantly right back to See, where it was. That's man. why I stopped exercising. 
What? That's why I stopped exercising. You exercise and you, it went, you instantly, right away, boom, no. you're, getting, you're gaining weight again. No, your premise why is wrong. Why do you even exercise? Your, your premise is wrong. You said that's why you stopped exercising? That's why, that's why I said, yeah. That's assuming that that's you I ever stopped exercising. Because it just doesn't work. You have to keep doing it all the time. Why? So much work. Okay. <laughs> so, as you know, one of my favorite places in the world is Gatorland. The buffet. Where? Yeah. Uh, the buffet? Uh, that's one of my favorite. Uh, that is, I do enjoy buffets, but one of my favorite places to go to, the uh, buffet too, uh, is Gatorland in, yeah. in uh, Kissimmee, Florida. <laughs> I've never it's been right, there. It's I've right, right there on the border it. of Kissimmee yeah. and Orlando. I love it. It's one of my <laughs> one of my all time favorite places. Um, I, they're just so much fun, and they have Gator wrestling. They have the uh, Gator uh, uh, chicken. They feed the Gators chickens. Guys will come out and hold the chickens up, oh. and the gators jump up out of the water and grab the chickens. And then they put the chickens on a rope, and they slide them out across the water, and the gators come up and snag the chickens off the rope. It's so much fun to watch. And the gators go down. They, they use their tail. That's how they they don't jump. They push themselves off the bottom of whatever the water body of water is, and that tail pushes them up out of the water. And uh, that's how they come up at you. It's, it's so fun to watch. And uh, they also have this giant, uh, it's, a, it's like four or five story walk up, up over the river of gators. And you feed gators hot dogs while you're there. And you throw hot dogs and they snort. <laughs> and they're all snorting and humping, growling at each other for the hot dogs. Now, I'll tell you, this is a helpful hint for me. If you go to Gatorland, uh, they sell hot dogs there for about $8 million a package. I mean, that's how they make a little money. So what you might want to do, I'm not saying I would do this, but I did do it. Uh, go to, uh, say, like, I don't know, Walmart and buy the cheapest $8 billion package of hot dogs you can find. Because the Gators, you just, you just can't stop throwing them in and watch them grunt and growl for the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, now there's this guy uh, in Florida named Michael Wolmer. Uh, he's known as the Gator Crusader. Okay, uh, I, 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 well. I've never met the Gator Crusader. I'm a little disappointed. I wish I had. I've lived in Florida. I lived in Florida for a long time. I never met that I know of that I recall. Yeah, I don't. I, I never met. He's unassuming. He's like a superhero. The you don't Gator know. Crusader. Now he uh, is recording himself with his Gators, and uh, he's uh, Mr. Showoff with his Gators. And the rope. This video is fascinating because you watch him. Uh, they stop it just before uh, he gets eaten alive. Wait. He doesn't get eaten alive. Okay. He lives. Good he doesn't get Lord, eaten alive. Man. He doesn't get eaten alive. He lives. He gets out of it. But I'm just saying they stop it just before he gets out of it. Why? I want to see what happened. I'm so bummed they stopped it. <laughs> but if you watch this video, you watch him. He's talking to his gators. Oh, there they are. There we go. Oh, he's climbing down, down the, the ladder down into down the, to the rocks of the gators. Feed the gators. He knows them. They've all got names. I know to a lot of people, gators all look the same, but they're different, oh, just like they? the rest of us. Okay. They have feelings, too. Okay. Oh, this is Edward. Edward Edward. There's Edward. Say hello. Edward tries to get his toes. Oh, no. See, there's, a, there's quite a few gators there. He's got there. He tries to swing across the other rock in the middle of the pond. Let's see here. Oh, no. Oh, and off he goes into the gator land. Oh, His rope broke. The rope broke off of the porch. Oh, oh, oh and then with the gator. No. Now, they stopped the video, and that's just before he got eaten alive. But he didn't get eaten alive. He lived. 
<laughs> how do we know this for a fact? That's, the, well, that's what the story said. Maybe maybe he's uh-huh. dead. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's maybe he's Gator food. Maybe the only way to find the Gator Crusader now is at Gator Nuggets at Gatorland. Yeah, you have to go. Know. You have to go to Gatorland get, now. Get, go to Gatorland and get Let's Gator see Nuggets. See if he's still it's there. Very possible. <laughs> good. Well, that was uh, not good. No, look, it's going to be. Uh, it's kind of fun, and especially when you go to Gatorland, you realize that they're just these ancient things that they toy with. You know, you, you have to obviously be uh, be careful okay. uh, around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're a wild animal that can, uh, you know, <laughs> chomp you into pieces. But when you live in Florida, I will say when you live in Florida, you do get used to them. Because they're everywhere. Uh, they're in ponds. They end up in people's pools all the time. They're laying around in yards. So you do get used to them. And if you have, if you live on a little a little drainage pond or whatever, and there's a gator in, your dogs are doomed. They will eat your dogs. Mm-hmm. And they eat little ducks. They wait for the little ducks to pump. Gone. Just like foxes do to my rabbits. <laughs> your <laughs> rabbits? They're now. Yeah, they're now my rabbits. Mm-hmm. Not my rabbits. I'm trying to talk to my daughter into leaving, not leaving food out for the fox now. Oh, I gotta find out what they eat so we can feed them so they'll come back around. Oh, no thanks. Oh, she's a thinker, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, isn't she? Or now, so she could just Google and see what they eat. That's what she. Yeah. Instead of just leaving out random samples of food, I mean, what do? Yeah, we just throw it out in the backyard. Whatever that we figure out which yeah. one. Yeah, you you could leave dead watch. squirrels, birds, frogs, earthworms. What? That's so, uh, in Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, there was a 45,000-acre fire that uh, was uh, amazingly started by a gender reveal party. Now, here's uh, a brief uh, news report on uh, the starting of the Arizona massive wildfire. Video just released shows how a bullet at a gender reveal party started a wildfire last year. The father-to-be fired at a target packed with explosives was a boy. The flames burned more than 45,000 acres in Arizona. So he sets his target up. He shows the target for the gender reveal party. And it's, you know, the gender reveal. So it's whether it's a boy or a girl. So it burns blue. But he exploded. I mean, it was just this massive explosion. And started 45,000 acres burned because of that. Now, he has the, the, oh the authorities say he has to pay more than $8 million yeah. in damages. And he's been ordered to begin paying it back. Uh, good luck. $8 million. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, they can find you all they want. But, I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have it. But, I mean, really. Oh, they call it the sawmill fire. They should call it the gender reveal fire. Right. I mean, what is ha- I mean, what a stupid first of all it's a stupid party theme whoa, whoa, we're going to have whoa, a gender whoa, reveal, a gender reveal. Part- oh my god you're going to have a boy or no, a girl no and then well, and then you and then right, you're you not telling me that to- you did you wait to know uh, uh, no I think, no we knew all of them okay yeah 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 i'm not going to have a party to tell people the sex of my kid though that's stupid well, stupid it's a party. It's a reason to party. You haven't come have over for time. the baby shower. You don't have a, hey, we're going to do a big review. That's double gifts, bro. Double gifts. Gender reveal party and the baby shower. No, you have people like me that are too cheap to do that, <laughs> and they bring a neutral gift, and you just get the one. 
Oh, no, that's dumb. That's dumb. Look how dumb it is. See, it I costs know. $8 million in damage. I know. That was stupid. Really stupid. And, what a stupid person. And, and that a, poor baby should be adopted out before they give it home. The parents take it home. Before you even pay back a dime. Yeah. We want that kid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're taking the kid. Like, the kid doesn't... No, you can't handle raising a kid if you're firing a weapon into a dry field uh, to, to start an explosion in the middle of summer. Yeah, oh we're taking gosh. the kid. That, that's a good point. You know what? I agree. Let's take the kid. Now, uh, Keith uh, has been uh, after me to run this video all day about Which the uh, uh, tornado montage. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah because there cool. were uh, 20-some tornadoes mm-hmm. that touched 22. down yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh, Illinois. And it was the most it was record for them. And, Look at that. Uh, Look at that there's footage, a montage. We, we all love watching tornadoes yeah. as long as they're not headed toward us. Well, I mean, you do what you can for the footage. Uh, was that a, was that a Jeffy love, line? I did, thank you. Yes, it was. I was, I was proud of you for uh, that. Look at that. That is awesome. How We wouldn't have footage like this for no, the Blaze TV right now if it wasn't for this brave person, uh, whatever his name Bill. is. Bill in Illinois. In Illinois. <laughs> look at that. I mean, that is some spooky stuff. So this so is quiet. the only one that's the... Oh, okay, good. We got more. I want to see that because the word montage showed up in my yeah, paperwork. Mordecai made us a montage. That. He brought this to the table, by the way. This is good stuff. Look well, at Mordecai pitching in. Is this this? I mean, there thank you, you but uh, we've been long enough. There's 22 of them. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think there's footage of all 22. Have you ever seen the guy in Edmonton <laughs> mowing his yard uh, in, in the tornado right behind him? Yes. That is the greatest picture. Yes. Martin, can you try to find that picture? Just just type in uh, Canada lawnmower. That's a good size one right Tornado. There. It's it, it, the the picture that that Martin's going to find right now is maybe the greatest picture on the internet. That's a good size one right there. There's some. I mean, the tornadoes are are dangerous, and you can, we know that uh, how dangerous they are. But we've gotten more information from them uh, thanks uh, to the documentary uh, Twister. Uh, that <laughs> one, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, it's in the suck zone. Uh, but uh, the uh, you know, the Fort Worth Zoo, by the way, real quick, has a Twister type thing, like a Texas um, area. Like uh, Texas, uh, right? Wasn't it over there that uh, I think is a Fort Worth Zoo, where you stand in there and they and oh, the turn, the yes, I think was that Fort Worth Zoo? Maybe that or the fair. No, I haven't been to the fair. Anyway, and it's like you're you experience. Good. Are you too good for the Texas fair? Just the opposite. The it costs so much money to fair? go to the Texas State Fair. That's why I don't go. And speaking of tornadoes, look at this. Uh, here we go. Look at this. The guy just mowing his lawn. <laughs> He's like, I got to get this done. That's me right there. It's like, I am not See, coming. I am not that, stopping, sweating, and coming back out. I'm doing it now. The tornado can wait. That's exactly the reason you have people mow your lawn. That's right there. You don't yeah. do it. That's it's a, a hazards, good example yeah. right there of why I, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you look at the blind, go out, open the blinds a little bit. Nope, not today. Yeah. Uh, listen. If fake news was a product, it would be a superfood. Why it takes uh, take a look at your superfood container. It has a supplemental facts panel. This means it's made from extracts instead of real food. With the goal of creating a real superfood specifically designed to enhance your health and help you reach your full potential, a team of top physicians uh, gathered to form Brickhouse Nutrition and created Field of Greens. Field of Greens is a real superfood and the difference that sets it apart can be seen right on the bottle it has a nutrition facts panel because it's real food put simply field of greens didn't go off the cliff with the rest of the industry yeah like the rest of you with your supplemental facts 
One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants. It's daily clean green energy that fuels your body for a healthier, happier lifestyle. Go to BrickHousePat.com, try Field of Greens today, and get 15% off a month's supply with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com, BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT gets you 15% off a month's supply. BrickHousePat.com. All right, welcome to it. Uh, Glenn Beck uh, coming up in uh, mere moments on uh, uh, radio stations, television stations around the globe, including the one you're watching right now. Uh, This story kind of, I don't know, kind of drives me a little crazy. It's a cool idea. Uh, On behalf of uh, a beverage company, Sweps, an advertising agency, uh, Ogilvy, created a touch sensitive dress that uh, they wanted to see how often and with what degree of intensity women in Brazil, now they use the word groped. I would use the word touched uh, with a degree. Oh, no, come on. What are we doing? What do you mean? I haven't seen. Are these the videos you're going to play or what? Yeah, they're, they're really. The first video is just uh, the beginning, letting you see what the dress is like and uh, what they're doing. Schweppes presents the dress for respect. Okay, see, now they built this dress with all kinds of sensors in it, and they've hooked it up to, to Wi-Fi so these girls can go into the bars because they're saying that all these women now they they're saying uh, uh, they're being grabbed. Um, they're they're using. Um, uh, they, they make it sound look. It, if you're out in a bar, you're going to get touched no matter what. What's fascinating when you watch the video of how often these guys are just just touching for no reason, just reaching out. Oh, don't you dare, touching. Jeffy! I don't need a visual aid. Oh my gosh, he is touching! Oh, oh, it's skin to skin now. Stop, please. Lower back and the back, ah. and uh, it's. It's really uh, fascinating. I, I'm not sure. I don't, the, the last video is, I think, just the uh, amount of times that the dress has been touched. With every yeah, new contact registered, the harassment became more visible. Look at this. Amazing. They were touched more than 40 times per hour. Yeah, that's... Now, that's... That's interesting. That's... Uh, they call it harassment. Some of that, I believe, probably was... Uh, you know where they're where they're just it's unwanted touching altogether. Yep. Uh, a lot of that I know the feeling may not have been. Uh, so I mean, they want you to feel bad, but it is fascinating to see. Um, it's not really a. I'll tweet out the the actual the, the full length video. They show the yeah, quick making. They show the making of the dress, and then but they show they show footage in the bar of after, the guys coming. Up. No, I just I just used a Clorox wipe, man. Uh, coming up and touching him, and uh, coming up behind him, <sighs> and being told to get away. It's really it's really fascinating to see how they just feel like it's okay. It's okay. When do they uh, find a, out that they've been? Groped and touched. Well, they show them. They show them the video, mm-hmm. and most of them are like, "Oh, uh, look at that guy! This is a jerk." <sighs> and uh, so they they feel like that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That once they show them that, uh, ooh, they yeah, probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea not mm-hmm. to do that. 
it'll probably be a good idea not to do that. Yeah. Um, the man, uh, Emil uh, Randleman, the 69-year-old who uh, wanted to uh, legally lower his age uh, to 49 in hope to, uh, to attracting uh, more matches on the dating app Tinder. <laughs> okay. um, look, he thinks that because he's 69, he loses swipes. He's probably right. And he wants to just, he wants to be able to lie about his age. and cha- Well, he wants, I'm sorry, did I say lie? He wants to be able to... Identify differently. Tell the truth. Identify as a 49-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, identify as a 49-year-old. So uh, to try to improve his success rate on the app. But uh, awesome. he lost the challenge. Uh, they're not going to let him do it. Very, very. I don't know why. I mean, if he wanted to identify as a mm-hmm. as a female, I bet yeah. you they'd let him. Oh, yeah. Right? They couldn't stop him from doing that. They'd, they'd shut Tinder down if they didn't let him. And even yeah. though, and I know that, uh, you know, I know Grinder is saying that uh, they're in trouble because the guy said that he believes that marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah, so the gay, so guy, what? Yeah, the gay guy who started the gay dating app, Grinder, is saying that, yeah, the, right. there was a, there was a, I don't know, a referendum in Thailand that did not pass. And he said, uh, good, because it is between a man and a woman. And that's why I started, like, that's why I started Grinder to bring people together so they don't get married. Huh, that's interesting. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, because if everybody's married, then you don't need the app, right? <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true either. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not necessarily true either. But, you know, whatever whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I want to be sure. Is there anything else I needed to get to that I made? You said I'm I was going to do the Winnie the Pooh. Hey, you've been dying to do the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, the Winnie the Pooh picture. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wait, wait. Well, we're on the Winnie the Pooh story. Load up the Winnie the Pooh story, whatever the heck the yeah. junk the Yeah, and he's looking. Do you want me to go and find something for you while you yeah, uh, talk the to the audience? Find me the Winnie the Pooh story, and I'll tell you about NASA scientists admitting that it's entirely possible aliens have already visited Earth, and we simply never noticed oh no we elected uh we noticed uh we noticed the space expert also noted that uh not all ufo sightings can be explained or denied and said scientists should be more open-minded about the possibility of alien visitors they're setting us up man they know it already happened the top scientist admits that aliens may have visited earth but said they could look completely different to how we expect they're setting us up. They know NASA has long been investing in SETI and the search of the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, and uh, that's you know the search for aliens. They're setting us up. They know it's true. They well, they're trying to ease the pain so we're not shocked by mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I simply want to point out the fact that the intelligence we might find and that might choose to find us if it hasn't already might not be all be produced by carbon-based organisms like us. Oh. Oh, so what's it going to, I hope it doesn't have a scar. Uh-huh. I don't want it to uh-huh. have, I don't want uh-huh. an alien to have a scar on it or we couldn't film it for the British Film Institute. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, so they're just, this, this is just laying the groundwork, man. I mean, if this isn't, if this doesn't bode to the, the, the UFO conspiracy theories, the, I don't know what does. This is perfect. 
All right, Winnie the Pooh. All right, well, first of all, you know, the big news between China and the U.S. this week at Argentina at the G20 summit was that um, they decided they're going to delay raising the tariffs from 10% to 25%. Right. So, yay, we're compromising in 90 days to figure that uh, out. First okay. we're having tariffs, now we're not having tariffs. That, that, you might think, is the big China story of the week, but it's actually, there's a trailer playing for Kingdom Hearts 3, and um, apparently, um, when you see the trailer, it includes Disney characters, but uh, there's one character obviously blurred out when it runs in China. Oh, no. And it's Winnie the Pooh. Look at that. What? Hey, look at that. You see Tigger and Rabbit and Eeyore and Kanga and Roo and everybody, the whole gang, except for what's that big white blob just blotted out in the middle of the screen. It would be Winnie the Pooh because apparently in China, it's illegal to show Winnie the Pooh because oh, no. he's been used to make fun of uh, President Z uh, over there so many times that uh, they just can't have Winnie the Pooh in communist China. So So tell me again how you're being oppressed here in America by President Trump, uh, (laughs) mainstream press and Hollywood. Tell me again how you're being oppressed by that. Yep. Please. Mm -hmm. Let me know how that's going for you because I don't see it. They're taking characters out of movies that are already produced. They're not saying, hey, don't put it in, which I guarantee they do that in China and have. But they're not saying, uh, like the British Film Institute, hey, we, you know, hashtag I am not your villain, and we're not going to give you money anymore if you have, if you, if you schedule a character that has a scar on his face, a bad guy. But they're actually just blurring it out because they can't make fun of their president for life for anymore. Life. For life. That is uh, absolutely Winnie amazing. Winnie the Pooh is a threat. To I, the president. I want to see like the uh, Macy's Day Parade Winnie the Pooh floating over Shanghai right now. <laughs> I want that to happen. I want Winnie the Pooh balloons flying over China as we speak. Well, that's actually be a fun thing to do. Hashtag Pooh you. Oh. So wait, right. now I'm conflicted. Do I want to do hashtag Thanks for listening. Poo you uh, or say hashtag a quick prayer. shut it down? Say a quick prayer for Pat. Uh, he should be back tomorrow. And I uh, appreciate you coming along for the ride today. You can always uh, you can always uh, tweet me at JeffyMRA and listen to Chewing the Fat Monday through Friday. Wherever free podcasts are sold. Glenn Beck, coming up.